It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Final score, the San Jose Sharks 3 and the Los Angeles Kings nothing. Big, big win for the Sharks as they vault ahead of the Kings into sixth place in the Honda West Division of the NHL. Right now, the San Jose Sharks are only three points out of the last playoff spot, currently now held by the Arizona Coyotes after all of the activity this evening. Speaking of activity, it's time now for our instant replay as we bring you everything that happened in this game between the Sharks and Los Angeles. The first period proved to be a very critical one for the Sharks as they established their game right away. Some of it was goaltending by former King Martin Jones, and some of it, a lot of it, was due to the play of one line. Tomas Hurdle, Timo Meyer, and Rudolph's Balsers were difference makers tonight. And early in the game at 2.57, it would be Hurdle who would get a beautiful tip to put the Sharks in front. Off the faceoff, back to the point. A quick shot through the net, it deflects, and it goes in. Somehow it gets by Cal Peterson. A soft-looking shot, blasts through, and Tomas Hurdle in front might have deflected this. It's 1-0 Sharks. What a way to do it after you win a faceoff. It starts with Hurdle winning the draw, and the shot came from the left point, and it was from Nikolai Knizhov. Great, great finish by Hurdle. He won the draw. Then there was a battle for it down low on the left corner. Knizhov ended up backskating, getting the puck back, and Hurdle head headed right to the front of the net. Beautiful tip. Yeah, hard work in the corner. Balsers was able to free that puck up, and then Knizhov heads up play, shooting it to the net. And where do the, the goal scorers go? go? Right to the front of the net. And he had a nice backhand tip, Thomas Hurdle, right in front. First period shots were 9-7 in favor of San Jose. That one goal by Hurdle was the only tally of the period. But the only reason why it was the only tally was because of Martin Jones's great goaltending. Now Knishoff's going to have to play a pass. It got deflected from Eric Carlson. Feeds it up the near boards. Couldn't clear it out, though. Held in by L.A. In front of the net, Kempe. Two opportunities as he was under the defense. An astounding great pad save twice by Martin Jones. And the Sharks able to escape and get out to center. Wow. That was incredible. I mean, Kempe had a lot of time in front of the net. And he really gave it a great double effort to try to get it by Jones. But Martin Jones was on. Yeah, Kempe, he made a nice move. He pulled it from backhand to forehand and then tried to tuck it far side. Jones got his toe on it, and then he actually got the rebound, and Jones even pushed his toe farther out to make that save. So just incredible athleticism from Jones. So it was one nothing Sharks at the end of one. In the second period, it got a little bit more open. Sharks had 13 shots on net, and the Kings had 14. But there was Martin Jones again with about 16.50 left to stop another one. Now the Kings down one nothing. Throw it toward the front of the net. Two great saves by Martin Jones. One was tossed to the goal. He stopped it. And a backhand shot by Trevor Moore. Another great save by Jones. What is this about L.A. getting two point-blank chances in rapid succession tonight? That was the second one. And Trevor Moore, who played college hockey with Dylan Gambrell at the University of Denver, ended up having the chance of his life 
But unfortunately for him, Martin Jones again was equal to the task. There was another chance, too, that L.A. had in this game. Andreas Athanasiu had pretty much an open net. You take those three opportunities, it's a different hockey game. Yeah, you also think the way Jones played created a situation where Anthony felt like he had to put that in the top corner. When you're facing a goalie that is stopping everything, it gets into the head of the other team. So Anthony Seal's like, I get an open net, I got to shoot it in the top corner, he's going to get there, and he ends up putting it over the net. So one way Jones influenced even that shot. But as the second period continued, the Sharks regained control, and a lot of that had to do with that powerful line of Hurdle, Balsers, and Meyer. At nine minutes, Timo Meyer ended a nine-game goalless drought with a nifty play. And the Sharks skate the other way. It's Meyer on the right wing, crossing the line, waiting, shooting. Why? Hurdle's behind the net. He's got him over to Meyer. Shot, score! Tomas Hurdle was looking at Rudolph Balsers in the middle of the ice, but he knew that Meyer was on the left and gave him the puck instead. That little misdirection results in a rope by Meyer, and the Sharks are up 2-0. Almost freezes the defense, and credit Balsers, too, for doing a good job right in front of Cal Peterson, getting the attention of the D, but also Hurdle was kind of not looking at at Meyer, but he knew he was there. Yeah, a little misdirection is nice, and the Sharks have been doing a good job against in these L.A. series of driving to the net and creating confusion in front of the goaltender like Cal Peterson, who's so good. Balsers does it there, creates a situation where Timo Meyer is able to find that soft spot, and Hurdle finds him. So to recap so far, 257 of the first, Hurdle's 11th of the season from Knishoff and from Rudolph's Balsers. Then, the goal you just heard at nine minutes, Timo Meyer from Tomas Hurdle and Rudolph's Balsers. What happened at the nine-minute mark? L.A. coach Todd McClellan decided to issue a coach's challenge for goaltender interference. That was an unsuccessful challenge, and so a penalty was called on L.A. for delay of game to add insult to injury. Something else happened on that play that led to that goal, too. Seconds before it, one of the referees, Pierre Lambert, was injured. And he was bent over. I'm not sure if he was hit by a stick or a puck or something along the boards, but he was clearly shaken up. The play finished with the goal call and then the coach's challenge. But we couldn't forget about that last part because Lambert actually was woozy. He was helped off the ice and he was done for the night. So the game actually ended in the second half with the traditional one referee, two linesman configuration. Yeah, it was a scary moment, really, because you saw him. You had mentioned it on air that he had got hit in the corner, but then it kind of the play finished. They didn't usually they blow that down, but then afterwards you saw him and he was it was weak in the knees. He had to get helped off the ice, so it looked like things got more serious. So you know, hopefully he's okay. Let us hope so. Score two nothing Sharks at the end of the second period. In the third period, the Sharks took command again when they needed to, outshooting the Kings 14 to nine. Totals for the game: San Jose 36 shots on net and the Los Angeles Kings 30. But L.A. had some good chances. The Sharks did, too. With about 13.02 remaining, Dylan Gambrell scored a beautiful shot, just a beautiful one-time play. But unfortunately, it was called back by a second L.A. coach's challenge, this time a successful one, because Gambrell was just barely offside. But it was the right call, and it kept the score 2-0. And it came down to the final minutes. L.A. pulled their goaltender, Cal Peterson, with three minutes to play in the game. The Sharks had several opportunities at that open net. But on the most bizarrest of plays, a broken stick for Brent Burns leads to Burnsy being handed a stick by a teammate who happened to be Rudolph's Balsers, who happens to be a left shot, and Burnsy's a right shot. And Burnsy happens to get his 500th career assist 
on this play on the empty net goal to Balsers, who had a stick. Walker's been playing a lot, tried to bounce it forward, but Burns steals it, flips it forward, and the long shot, score! (laughs) And Brent Burns had to make that pass in his own zone with Rudolph Balser's left-handed stick, so you could see he was kind of battling the puck because he, he had broken his stick earlier in the play, so he gets the puck in the just inside the blue, and Bernsey was battling it because he's using the left-handed stick, makes the pass out, I believe, to Balser's, who yeah, ends up scoring the goal. He had gone and got... It was incredible. Just an amazing finish to that play, and wouldn't you know it, that's Brent Burns' 500th career assist scored in that fashion. Beautiful. Something to always remember. He'll remember that one because let's not forget, Bernsey's like 6'5", too, and Balser's not quite that tall. So just to play with that, what a way to get your 500 assists. Boy, that was crazy. So Balser's gets his fifth, make that his third goal of the season, fifth goal of the season, I was correct. Balser's fifth goal of the season from Brent Burns, 500 assists for Burns using Balser's stick. They had a laugh about that on the bench. And... For, uh, for Balsers, his three-point night, one goal, two assists. As he has developed, this line is looking a lot better, and Hurdle talked about that in the first intermission when we, we chatted with him, just about how much he enjoys playing with him, and it just is a great combination, and especially in this series, they just look great. Yeah, with Timo Meyer, the way he's playing, like, the power forward, and you see what it does for the line of Logan Couture, uh, Kevin LeBanc, and... Evander Kane, when Evander Kane's playing that heavy, heavy forward, using his legs, skating, getting in on the forecheck, it creates that room for everybody else. And, and Balsers is getting confident with the puck, making plays. He had a couple really nice passes out there tonight. And then obviously Thomas Hurdle, when he's on his game, such a, a heavy, strong player down low with quick release. And obviously see the hands and the vision that he had when he found Timo Meyer in the soft spot off to the left of Cal Peterson. And so it came down to the final seconds, and the Sharks get the victory. Martin Jones, an outstanding game in the Nets, and you cannot underestimate the value that he had today in coming up with his first shutout of the season. Martin Jones was playing in his 350th National Hockey League game, some of those with the Kings. His all-time record against L.A., 25 games, 17-5-3, and now two shutouts, and again, the 25th shutout of his career tonight. He made 30 saves, many of them outstanding, that we played back tonight. And so the San Jose Sharks had everything go right. They took what went well for them on the road against L.A. and Minnesota, and they brought it to Staples Center this evening. And the final score, the Sharks 3 and the Kings nothing. San Jose moves ahead of the Kings in the playoff hunt. They are now in sixth place, two points ahead of Los Angeles with 36 on the year. Arizona won tonight and St. Louis lost, so the Sharks now are only three points out of the final playoff spot, which is held by the Coyotes. That's it for our Sharks Instant Replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.